Welcome to Unity of Tucson. Deeply blessed to have you here today. Thank you so much. I give it up. I live it up. I am enough. Yeah. So, I don't plan that. I, I didn't plan it this way. Uh, it just sort of worked out. I don't know why I feel like I have to check the dust. <laughs> it's really appealing for me to come up and check the dust on the piano, isn't it? <laughs> so, one of the things that happens in ministry is you have an administrator who uh, who nudges you. <laughs> and says, I need you to give me your, the title of your message so that I can make sure that all the things are prepared and it's in the email and that everything is set and ready to go. And so he puts the pressure on me, usually starting Tuesday morning, to know what I'm going to talk about on a Sunday. Now, if you know me, you know that I don't actually sit down to write my notes until Sunday morning, which a lot of people, you know, I'm, 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 as I said last week, I'm a peculiar kind of minister because there are a lot of ministers, they work on their message all week long and then they sit down on Saturday and it's just an all-day experience to type out all their notes. I get to this building at 6 o'clock every Sunday morning, I sit in my office and I just see what is Spirit wanting to say through me. But on Tuesday, Freddie, our administrator, came to me and said, do you know what your message is going to be? And all I could think was belonging. I said, you know what, just title the message, Belonging. And it just felt really right. You know, it's Membership Sunday, so we have welcomed into this community people who are saying, this is where I choose to belong. And we are welcoming them by saying, yes, you do belong. And then on Thursday, if you read the Daily Word, the Daily Word on Thursday was, Belong. I thought, well, that's just perfect, absolutely perfect. Uh, one of the things that it said in the Daily Word is it said, embracing and celebrating all that sets me apart helps me to see how each of us is here to do what no other can. Each one of us is part of the full spectrum of creation. We all belong. So in some ways, this is a continuation of what I was talking about last week, right? We are all here to express our unique selves, to say, yes, I am here, and I get to be the face of God in exactly the way that suits me best. And in knowing that and expressing that wholeheartedly and wholly, I know that I belong. Have you ever felt like an outsider, though? I have felt like an outsider. I have felt, you know, it, 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 <laughs> it, sometimes it feels like as outsiders, you know, what do outsiders do? They're peering in, right? They're looking inside to see what everybody else is doing, see how they're doing it. And, you know, sometimes when we feel like outsiders, the way we think that we can overcome that feeling of being on the outside is to begin to conform ourselves to a way of being. And if that does not suit us, then we are doing ourselves a disservice. I have felt like an outsider a lot of my life a lot of my life. How about you? I mean, it's rhetorical. <laughs> Nobody has to answer this out loud. But how about you? How about you? 
in the world, um, there's a celebration happening this weekend. It's Pride Weekend. And if you don't know, I am a member of the LGBTQIA plus community. I'm what they call now, what they're starting to call the alphabet mafia. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> um, and this just happens to be this week, the 30th anniversary of, what, of the day that I refer to as my coming out. I came out of the closet on June 23rd, 1991, when I went to my first, wow, I get a little emotional about this. When I went to my first pride picnic in Himmel Park. <laughs> but you know, every day is a day to come out. <laughs> Every day, every day is an opportunity to stand up, not just for me as a member of the Alphabet Mafia, which is now how I'm just going to refer to it, but to step up and say, I know who I am. It is me coming out to say, I know who I am. I am an expression of the Most High. I am a spiritual being. And let me tell you, being a spiritual person in the Alphabet Mafia has its own set of feeling like you're on the outside. <laughs> I'm an avid journaler. I have been most of my life. And I went back and looked at my journal entry from that date, June 23rd, and I wrote this in my journal. I felt for what could be the first time in my life so accepted by all these people, all people around whom I could be myself. I have a feeling that is truly indescribable. I can only say that it must be freedom. I then have a journal filled with trials and tribulations and all the ways that I navigated this new expression that I was getting used to in my own body. And for me, it really is a metaphor, this journey of coming out to say that we do, as spiritual people, experience the trials and tribulations of expressing that wholly in our lives. So a funny thing that happened, I found a whole new community. I found a whole new community where despite feeling accepted, I felt like an outsider. There's a lyric in your song that really touched my heart today. Actually, your songs really touch my heart. I mean, they just do. There's a, couple, there's a couple lyrics I want to talk about. One of them is this. Out of this box I have outgrown. I have new seeds to plant and to be sown. I choose to sing, move, and live free. Be who I am and live in authenticity. That touched my heart. How about you? Does it touch you to say, oh, I am going to allow myself this opportunity to just let go of all the things that I have accumulated in my life that make me doubt who I am. They are no longer required. I get to let them go and live my life in authenticity. 
I have new seeds to plant and be grown. How perfect. You didn't even know we were doing the plant thing today, did you? (laughs) We are constantly in a state of planting our seeds and saying, yes, this is where I choose to thrive. And the degree to which I nurture myself through the use of my mind is the degree to which I expand and grow and blossom in this thing called life. Ernest Holmes, who is the founder of our sister, our sibling. I don't want to be gender specific. I am part of the Alphabet Mafia after all. (laughs) Our sibling organization, which was my, as I always say, it was my entree into this philosophy of new thought. Ernest Holmes wrote this. Free yourself forever from the thought that God may be pleased by a life of sacrifice and that the world is any better because of your misery. Free yourself forever from the thought that God may be pleased by a life of sacrifice or that the world is any better because of your ministry because you know what? It is not. The only person that really experiences the unfortunate effects of sacrifice or misery, you know who it is? It's you. That's it. And so today, I am saying we must all step forth and be free and know that irrespective of where we are, we belong. We belong on this place called Earth. We belong in this universe because we are here. (laughs) That's basically what it boils down to. If we were not here, well, we would belong wherever we were. (laughs) But we're here, and so we belong in this thing called life. You are the presence and the power of this infinite divine thing called God, or whatever you choose to call it. If you choose to call it spirit, if you choose to call it the universal creative presence, it doesn't matter what the words are. Step into the understanding that it is your identity. And that is why you belong. Life itself, I have come to understand, is goodness. It is goodness, and and that goodness is infinitely expressing itself at all times. Now, we do live lives where we see things that don't feel so good, or we may feel things that don't feel so good, right? Anyone not have that, uh, that experience? It's part of the experience of this thing called life. And you know what? What I've come to realize is that I, while, while Thomas Troward says the ultimate experience, the ultimate goal of life is to live in joy, yes, I choose to live in joy, and yet I also choose to find the joy in the times that feel challenging. Because we live in a world of polarity as well. We live in a world of polarity. Now, what does that mean? Polarity means that everything has an opposite. There's a North Pole and a South Pole, right? Everything has an opposite. And in that, we are at choice in terms of how we choose to be in this world. It is different because you will hear, you will hear that we are a non-dualistic philosophy 
The difference between dualism and polarity is this. Dualism means that there is some power separate from ourselves. That's what dualism means. It says that there's something out there that has dominion over us. And we are separate from it. And the degree to which we believe in that source of separation, in that sense of separation, not source of separation, in that sense of separation, because I don't want to affirm that there's a source of separation, there isn't. The degree to which we believe in a sense of separation is the degree to which things fall apart in our lives. Because we think that there is that thing out there that can have effects on us. That's how we come to believe in evil. Evil is not a construct. There is a power. Now, we used to say there is a power for good in the universe. It is simply a power for creation. It is neither good nor is it bad. It is a power for creation, and we, each and every one of us, are utilizing it, creating the expression of our lives at all time, at all times. And so to believe that there is something out there is duality, to say that there is a power out there. It's not. It's right here. And it is right here. And it is right here. It is everywhere present because there is no place where God is not. So polarity simply says that in this experience, there are North Poles and South Poles. Unity is an understanding that in this wholeness, there's room for it all. There is room for it all. I have come to nearly the point of completion of a doctorate in consciousness studies on top of becoming a unity minister this year. That is another thing I've been working on. Um, I know, I'm I'm an underachiever. But I've been working to become a, doctorate of, a doctor of consciousness studies through the Emerson Theological Institute. And we've so far, uh, the, the, the classroom work, we have to spend 120 hours in classroom work in addition to doing all the reading outside of the class and doing a doctoral dissertation project. This, fi- the, we, this coming Thursday is my final class meeting. I started last September. And we've been meeting every Thursday for three hours in each class meeting. And we come together, and while there is an instructor, it is really a conversation that we have. We do a lot of reading and have conversations about the tenets of the, of the essays and books that we've been reading. The last essay we wrote was by a gentleman named Irvin, Irvin Laszlo. And I felt it was a really appropriate final reading for this course of study. In it, he, at the very end of this essay, he offers 15 points, which are his personal credo, to live life. And I'm actually going to probably do a 15-week series where I go through each of those points. But there's one that really stuck out for me today that I felt I wanted to share with you. He wrote this. And just allow yourself to hear this and see what comes up for you. He wrote, I am a part of society, and society is a part of me. I am what I am in my communication and communion with my fellow humans. I am an irreducible and coherent whole 
with the community of humans on this planet. If that is not an affirmation of belonging, I don't know what is. To say, at the core, we have no differences. That's the truth. We may perceive differences or our polarities may express themselves as differences, but we have no differences. We are one expression of the divine, showing up as multiplicity. We are showing up in myriad ways, each and every one of us uniquely expressing. And how magnificent is that? That's why I say I want to honor and normalize that phrase, I am magnificent, because it's the truth. You are magnificent. You are. Do you believe it? That's the step. Do you firmly believe in your heart that you are magnificent? When I invite us all at the beginning of the service to say, I am magnificent, do you say it freely? I am magnificent. And in the back of your mind, they're going, no, you're not. That's something to listen to, because that little voice, that saboteur in the back of your mind is telling you something. It is giving you a clue, essentially, into the work that is to be done spiritually, so that you can bring yourself into the expression and experience of your inherent magnificence. I have been saying I am magnificent for so long now, I'm finally beginning to believe it. I am here to remind you of your magnificence. If I do nothing else on a Sunday, I want to remind you of your magnificence. Let this community, let this community affirm your magnificence at all times. You belong. Let it be a beacon of love and light. Let us each celebrate each other's value. Let us notice each other's light as we experience each other. Now, here's the thing. Super easy here on a Sunday, isn't it? <laughs> what happens when you drive off the campus? Do you affirm the magnificence of every single person you encounter? Do you affirm the magnificence of the barista at Starbucks? Do you affirm the magnificence of the homeless person panhandling on the street? Do you affirm their magnificence? I'm not here to judge your experience or expression. It's just something to think about because every single one of us belongs. Every single one of us. To demonstrate the power and the presence of our magnificence, of our sense of belonging. I'm grateful to the Daily Word for offering this from Romans. Chapter 12, verse 5. So we, who are many, are one unified whole body, and individually we are members of one another. So we, who are many, are one unified whole body, and individually we are members of one another. If that does not express our inherent magnificence and our inherent sense of belonging, I don't know what does. 
Let's carry that with us in our hearts here today. Let us know beyond a shadow of a doubt, now more than ever, that we are one unified wholeness, expressing as multiplicity, expressing uniquely each and every one of us. But we contribute to the whole, and each and every one of us belongs. I belong, you belong, we belong. Celebrate this today. Celebrate this every single day. Peace and blessings to you. Namaste. Now, for those of you who are joining us for the first time, I forgot to mention this earlier, I assign homework on Sundays because I say, if this is going to be a practical spiritual community and we are putting this into practice, well, I'm gonna give you something to practice this week. So here's the homework this week. Celebrate someone this week. It can be you. <laughs> it can be you. Find a way, though. Find a way to let that person know their value and their worth in your life. Now, here's the thing. I'm going to encourage you, while I did say you can do it for yourself, I'm going to encourage you to celebrate someone else. Why am I saying uh, celebrate someone else? Because here's what I have found. Those people are reflections of me, right? And so, as you celebrate somebody else, you are actually celebrating your inherent wholeness as well. Do something for them to honor them. And clarify in that honoring, this is important, clarify for them in that honoring that you are celebrating them not for what they do in the world, but simply because of who they are. They exist. And that is worth celebration. That's the homework this week. Hi, this is Reverend Jonathan Zenz, and I want to thank you for listening to the podcast of my Sunday message. Your financial support will ensure that we can continue to offer this as an option for inspiration. You can make your tax-deductible contribution in any amount on our website, unitytucson.com. Once again, thank you for listening. You are magnificent. Namaste.